Welcome to the Circle 31 Podcast. I'm your host, Ayanna Robinson-Dixon, and this is The Love Series. My guests today are Carrie and Steve Bach. And in this episode, Carrie and Steve are sharing with us how to face uncertainties and unknowns in marriage together. Here is my conversation with Carrie and Steve Bach. I'm Carrie Bach, and I am a licensed professional counselor, and I have a podcast called Hope for Anxiety and OCD. I am Steve Bach, and I am a full-time dad, and um, I think that's the biggest thing. So, yeah. We're uh, in Laverne, Tennessee, which is just south of Nashville. Well, thank you both for joining us today on the Circle 31 podcast. We're so happy to have you both here. We're good to be here. Yeah. All right. So I'd love for us to discuss, um, you know, you, the two of you have a beautiful testimony um, of your, your life and together, your relationship. And I'd like you to please talk to our listeners about mm-hmm. being able to support each other um, in adversity. Could you just share some thoughts that you have about that? Well, um, our story is pretty unique uh, because when our daughter was six months old, we found out that Steve has a rare neurological condition called spinocerebellar ataxia or SCA for short. And that's really kind of turned our, you know, world upside down. We've only had been married for, we had been married for almost two years at that point. Um, And that was really just about say six months ago or so. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. And it was, um, it was difficult. You know, how do you, we have a young baby, we still fairly young in marriage and, and I'm a, I think I'm a young guy, maybe I'm not, but I think I'm a young guy having to deal with this. So that's a lot to, uh, to deal with, but the only way we knew how to do it, um, is to, to to faithfully do it together, you know, to pray about it and and, and do it that way. That's all we knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we just really had to lean on God and on each other in our just spiritual um, community of support through our church. A lot of people in our church rallied around us, brought us food, you know, uh, prayed for us. We're just very faithful, sent us encouraging notes in the mail, and that meant so much to us during that time as well, just really in supporting our marriage. I'm so glad that you mentioned community. Um, I know that many of the talks we've had when we were focusing on um, talking to our single listeners, community was stressed, but thank you as a married couple. You're saying married couples need community too. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Need that support. So thank you so much. And talk to us about walking by faith together, because if you, you know, you're a couple, you're facing a difficult time, perhaps are there times when one person is facing it a little more than the other? And uh, how does that work when you're facing it together as a couple? Well, it's hard because there are days where, like you say, one of us is just, yeah, we got this, you know, we're good. God's got our back. And then the other's like, oh, hum, you know, it's just, it's a terrible day. And, and, having having that faith means you can't just give 50 percent mm-hmm. you have to give 110 and both of you do that and and 
that means stopping and, okay, let's pray about this. Um, and just doing what it takes. Let's write something down. Let's make a goal. Let's, and, and Carrie's really good to kind of bring me back around full circle, you know? So if I'm humbug about something, you know, she'll, she'll call me out and let me know, Steve, that's not a good attitude. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, you know, it kind of goes back to the word saying that, um, you know, God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We don't have the full path mapped out. So for us, we really at various different points had to look and say, okay, where are we right now? And what do we need to do right now? Leaning on God for wisdom Um, because things were overwhelming at first. We were basically told, hey, you have this disease. There's no cure. And by the way, we can't really tell you anything about the progression because there's 40 different kinds of it. And, you know, we don't know what you're going to look like in six months, two years, five years. And, you know, we're just, we're thankful that, that God's been really faithful and and Steve's gotten some good therapy and care for himself and that there are people that have a lot more progression than where he's at right now. So mm-hmm. we're just, you know, but we really did, I think, had to take it one day at a time. Like, okay, well, now we got to get you a cane. Like, now we have to get you a walker. Like, now we have to take you to therapy. Now we have to go see this specialist. And, you know, and that was overwhelming in the beginning, but now that we've been in it a little while together, it's less overwhelming because we kind of know a, a little bit more about who to call on for support or um, what he might need in the future and how to prepare for that. That's really good. <clears throat> now, you, I wanted to circle back to something um, that, that Steve mentioned. He said, you said that <clears throat> Carrie's good about calling you out like you know in certain instances so yes with that thought I wanted to hear from both of you um on each you know how do you bring out each other's strengths support each other's strengths and cover each other's weaknesses as a couple how does that work Well, I really see Steve as being very good at having um, a positive and grateful attitude, Um, even going through these physical health struggles. Sometimes he's in chronic pain. You know, he basically kind of had to retrain his brain on how to walk, um, literally just going heel to toe. And he really persevered through that. And I think that that was a great strength that he has just being a, a positive um, supportive person. And then I'm kind of keep track of a lot of the medical details for him because sometimes he has memory issues or has difficulty expressing certain things. So for me, I'm the one that kind of takes the little notepad into the doctor's appointments and makes notes and keeps track of our schedule and those types of things and kind of helps keep him on track that way. But he Um, He's a great support to me in terms of doing things uh, around the house since I'm working full time. We have, you know, a little bit, um, what do you call it, atypical relationship Mm -hmm. because he's uh, disabled full time now and has found some different things that he can do around the house to be supportive and helpful. And that definitely helps me out a lot. And I've learned, too, to not. I'm not someone, um, the word lazy is, it, it drives me nuts. I, I can't stand it. And sitting still is not something I'm good at. And the doctor tells me to sit still. And, and Carrie's forever telling me, you have to sit still and rest. And I don't. 
Um, I try to, but I don't. I'm not a good sit still person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, um, I found ways to keep busy and ways to, like she said, to help around the house. And it's it's so good to have a support person, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody that they've got your back even when you are not being positive. You're in a cranky mood and you don't even really know why anything's bothering you. You're just in a cranky mood. We all have those days, some more than others, but we all have them. And and so Carrie's really good to just kind of calm down. We got this, you know, so, and I do try to stay positive. You know, there, there are things that you kind of have to learn that it's, you're not always to be in control. You know, you have to take life with what's handed to you and, and make the best of it. That's part of your testimony. So don't deny that. Just grow with it and and make it work and with that in mind it it makes it a lot easier to cope with the pain or to cope with whatever it is you know so um we have to work together though otherwise we're both in a mess Mm. it won't work wow teamwork right yep so can you guys speak to us about um a, a scripture that you both find significant um in your lives together yeah, so for us, it's uh, we we walk by faith, not by sight. That's mm-hmm. our daughter's life verse. So our, our daughter's name is Faith. And one of the reasons we named her Faith was because uh, we were older, getting together and, and getting married. I was uh, 37 and you were 48 when we got married. Yes, I was yes. not 37. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we, we had a, a daughter at 38 and 47, respectively. So we uh, we were kind of like, we don't know if this is going to happen for us or not. But, you know, God wills it for us to be parents. And, you know, it's a unique story for us because we didn't know about my husband's diagnosis. It's also uh, genetic. She could potentially have the disease and we thought you know we wouldn't have gotten pregnant had we known that this was going on with you so i felt like she was born at, at just the right time and god has a purpose and a plan for her life there's a reason that she's supposed to be here because like i said we didn't get the diagnosis until she was six months old so yeah and the, the side part is that we couldn't foresee what was coming mm-hmm. and we can't see what god has in store for us sometimes but on top of that, um, I have trouble walking and I have trouble with my vision. Mm-hmm. And so walk by faith and not by sight. One day, faith's going to hold my hand and help me walk. And that verse is going to mean a whole lot more at that point, too. Uh, <laughs> right. That's kind of it has so many meanings in that verse. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yep, that's true. So you you kind of touched on this already, but just we'd love to hear more about facing uncertainty together as a couple because you talked about the diagnosis and not sure what the future is going to look like so how does a couple who loves God face the future I mean none of us are certain about the future but you guys I feel have a just a different element of uncertainty there how are you guys walking that out day by day Yeah, well, I always think of something my mom used to say was, you know, she's like, nothing comes into your life unless it it kind of filters through God's hands, like God allows it. He doesn't cause us uh, suffering or pain or heartache, but he does allow things to happen um, in our lives because it's a fallen world. And he also wants us to grow closer to him through 
uh, perseverance and, and suffering develops our character and, and hope. There's lots of scriptures surrounding that in James and, and Romans. So uh, I think for us, we just we have the confidence and the assurance that, OK, there's some reason that you're going through this right now. And because of that, like there's a purpose in this pain, there's a purpose in the suffering mm -hmm. and allow this to become a ministry. Mm. Um, you know, and you can talk about just having your walker and, and what that kind of has done at, at different mm -hmm. points. Just it's almost like a magnet for people. Now they'll come and yes. he has a stand up walker, which is a little bit different than a lot of people have seen. And they'll come and talk to him. Mm. Yeah, I have. I, every time we go out and I use that walker, it seems like someone's coming up to me and asking me to tell me about that walker. Where did you get that? Because someone in their family has something or they have something and it's it's automatically an open door to talk, you know, and say, well, I'm very blessed. Let me tell you about it, you know, and, and so it's kind of neat that way. And um, that thing is, you know, on my own, I, I may have trouble talking, but with that walker, it almost does the talking for me. So that's kind of nice. It's, it's, it's my confidence that rolls with me in a sense, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that our lives are very, very short. Mm. You know, it's just it's such a small time frame and and you don't know what tomorrow brings you know and you've got to make the best of what you have today and just be thankful for all that you do have and and just what can i do with this you know how can i make the best of this and and if you focus too much on the adversity it'll win the day for you you know but if if you focus and, and keep your head up keep your eyes up focus on him and, and what you do have um, life can be a lot better, you know, and take things in small bites. Yeah. And, you know, like right now, for example, we're in the process of looking at moving from our split level house, which has a lot of stairs on the front to getting a, a ranch style one story house. And it's, you know, the markets up and down. There's not as in our particular area, there's not as many one stories. A lot of the most of the homes are two stories and you know it's hard it gets discouraging sometimes and you know where our price point is and different things we just have to say okay god you knew this was coming you knew you know what's best for us and we just believe and trust that you're gonna lead us to the right house so you're gonna provide the moving expenses because we're not in a position to obviously be carrying boxes and furniture ourselves you're gonna you know provide the way for these things to happen so really having a level of trust and faith to to get to that point and you know uh, we had a i had a lot of health complications with my daughter and i think had i not had all of those things like those things helped me release control surrender to god trust him more and i think that those experience really prepared me for everything that we were going to go through together with steve's condition so you know god god has a purpose and a plan in, in everything and I'm so glad you mentioned that because this is my my final question to you both. Tell me what being a parent has taught each of you so far. Oh wow, so many <laughs> things. Uh, patience <laughs> times about a billion. Um, but you know, the one thing that I always take um, with our daughter, or the one thing I, I consider, I guess, is she, when she wakes up. And she's just happy and playing in her crib. And then we come to get her. Now, that's not every moment. Sometimes they're screaming, but, and, and you know, she's aggravated. But most of the time, she's pretty happy. And uh, when, when you come in and she's just giddy, she is just excited, a big smile. It doesn't matter 
that I didn't sleep the night before, that I feel terrible or it doesn't matter. You know, I've learned that no matter what, she's smiling, you know, at me typically. Again, she has her days, don't we all? But when she smiles, there's no better feeling than that. And uh, so that that kind of helps me a lot through the bad times. But I've definitely learned patience. You know, when you're trying to change that diaper and she's <laughs> not having it. And every parent out there is like, amen. Uh, they know it. He's wiggling. Yeah. And I think, well, here it is. Let's do this. You know, so it's just, you, you just, you get creative and, and you just make it. You know, it's hard being a parent. And it was hard at first for me because I didn't have any balance hardly. Um, it's really difficult when they say, yeah, you probably shouldn't hold the baby. Hmm. And what dad doesn't want to hold their baby. So that was a huge challenge. And I was so thankful when we figured out a way that I could hold the baby and that I was with better balance and I could walk and I could do that some, that was a huge blessing. Um, so, you know, you just, you, you gotta just pray and say, okay, God, you got this. I don't, this is, you know, but she's, she's taught me a lot. Yeah. I would say for me, you know, I, I see a lot of myself and my daughter cause she's very determined and like, she knows what she wants, you know, and she, uh, right now, she just like wants our cats, you know, she just wants <laughs> to go after that cat and and just squeeze them and, and pounce on them or something. But obviously, that's not going to be good for her or the cat right now. So we're teaching her like how to pet the cat and everything. You know, I think about just like there are times where if I'm, I don't know, eating nuts and she's got like, you know, two and a half teeth. And I'm like, you can't have this right now. You don't have enough teeth to chew, you know, nuts, but you can have this over here, you know, like God loves us enough that we don't always get what we want, but he makes sure that that we have everything that we need. There's times where, you know, our daughter gets restless or she wants to kind of like almost like jump out of our arms and we're like, hey, 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 you can't do that. You know, you're gonna face plant on the floor. Like, you know, mm -hmm. hold on hold on for a minute. So it just kind of like teaches me that just as much as I like, I love my daughter so much, God loves me so much more. And because he loves me, he's not always going to give me everything that I want or everything I ask for, because it's not always good for me. And it's not always what I need right now. You know, sometimes it's a not right now thing. Like my daughter, one day she'll be able to eat nuts. She'll have enough teeth. But for right now, that's not a good idea for her. That's good. That's good. Well, guys, I would love for you to uh, leave our listeners with just one last thought that you have for, for those listening today. Well, I would just say that God loves you so much, you know, whether you're single, married, uh, divorced. Steve was single a long time before we got married. Um, I had gone through a divorce and just know that God has a plan for you and it's definitely better than anything that you could ever imagine or dream uh, for yourself. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I would also say that if you, if you are struggling with whatever, don't do it alone. You know, there is somebody, no matter how small the struggle may be, there is someone in your life or whatever, someone in your life that can pray for you um, and pray with you. I know that when I was single, um, I just wanted a good and godly woman and a former pastor's wife um, was praying for me and she said Steve I pray every day for you for God to put that woman in your life and I thought after like 10 years or eight, whatever it was 
Uh, my goodness, this woman is really devoted, but this may be a hopeless cause at this point. I don't know what this lady's still going to be alive if I ever do get married, you know, at the rate <laughs> we're going. And sure enough, here we are. And she, you know, I try to thank her and give her credit. And she's like, oh no, that's all Jesus. That's not me. You know, I'm so glad that I was honored to be able to pray for you. And I think that's, that's perfect. That's the way it should be, you know. So get that person in your corner because it helps a ton and it's encouraging. Steve and Carrie, thank you so much. We appreciate your, your contribution to this series and we're grateful that you uh, shared your testimony with us on this platform. So thank you so much for being guest on the Circle 31 podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That concludes today's episode of the Love Series. We hope that you were encouraged and inspired. Visit our website at circle31internationalwomensministry.org to sign up to receive podcast updates. And as a thank you for signing up, you will receive the 28-day Love Series devotional guide. Check out our YouTube channel for the Love Series playlist. It's a collection of our guests' favorite songs. You can find us on YouTube at Circle 31 Women's M-I-N. That's Circle 31 W-O-M-E-N-S-M-I-N. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Thank you for joining us today.